several years ago, our boiler had a problem. We are not sure it's because of the solar panel or for some other reason. So Pete, uh, uh, who was a boiler engineer with whom we worked uh, many years, uh, came here and uh, checked uh, many things. And uh, we had a lunch together. We asked uh, many personal questions and he replied in a very pleasant way. We discovered that he had uh, five children. And as a boiler engineer, I don't think he makes uh, a lot of money. So Reverend Joe at that time asked uh, to Peter, how could you raise, educate all those uh, five children? Then he replied, all by his uh, grace, all by his uh, grace. I, we discovered he's very uh, sincere Christian. When he said, by his grace, what does that mean specifically? We heard many times. So in English, we call that God. In Chinese, it's called the Chenju, which literally means the heavenly Lord. In Korean, Hananim or Hananim, or in German, their God, etc. So how it's uh, named, labeled, uh, it's not that important. What matters is, uh, do we really know the contents, the reality of that so-called creator? Philosophers study those things in a very analytical or logical way. Spinoza defined God in this way. Pretty well-known statement. God is not the creator of a nature beyond himself. God is a nature in its fullness. I like this definition of God by Spinoza. So Dharma Buddha or the creator God is manifested into for, for grace, grace of heaven and earth, grace of parents, grace of fellow beings, and grace of laws. Just like five fingers is not different from, they cannot transcend from this hand. So it's a two aspect of one reality. So when we say God's grace, especially it's a well manifested in the grace or gratitude of our parents, especially the great grace of our mother. So the first paragraph, Steve, would you read that? From our scripture, the principal book of one Buddhism. Mm -hmm. If we wish most easily to understand the grace we have received from our parents, we first must consider whether our bodies would have appeared in this world without our parents or even if we had had whether lacking self-power, we could have matured by ourselves. Then anyone would acknowledge that neither would have been possible if without parents our bodies could not have appeared or matured. Then where would there be a grace greater than that? Although the birth and death of humans 
may be deemed a natural law and creative transformation of heaven and earth, the great grace of giving us birth and raising us when we are lacking self-power and teaching us the great principle of the human way is precisely, precisely our indebtedness to parents. We know what we feel after we give a birth to our own child, the grace or gratitude of our parents or our mother. But do we really know in deep way? For example, think about the fish. Do you think the fish can be aware or feel the gratitude of the water? Because they were born and raised in the water for their whole life. Just like we cannot feel grateful to the air or sunshine, it's really available uh, freely. If the grace or gratitude is so enormous, uh, we cannot feel that. So today, why don't we reflect, especially the grace of our mother? The essence of indebtedness to our parents, the principal book of One Buddhism says the first, uh, Item. Thanks to our parents, we receive this body, which is the foundation of all human affairs and the universal principles. Some people are born and raised in a compassionate parents. Smart. That's the reality. But at the least, because of our parents, we received this body. One of the very important uh, Confucian scripture is uh, Hyogyang, the Sutra of Filial Piety. I heard that filial piety is not common word in English. So according to that, filial piety, which means uh, becoming a very good sons and the daughters uh, to one's parents, uh, starts from taking care of our body very well. Taking care of our body healthy well is a, the beginning step to perform pillial piety. So the Bible says, it is the spirit that gives life while the flesh, this body, is of no avail. But in this contemporary world, in order to live in this competitive society, our body is very, very important. Without a healthy body, we cannot attain spiritual awakening. That's one of the reasons our founding master recommended the Danjenju technique, placing our awareness on our lower abdomen for concentration technique when we meditate because it's of great health benefit. It makes our body very physically healthy. The second thing, with all embracing love and ignoring all kinds of trouble, forgetting, it literally means forgetting, they raise our parents raise and protect us until we gain self power. There are many kinds of love. 
But when we, when we think about the absolute love, absolute love from God, we can think about uh, many people associate that with the love that we received, especially from our mother. There are many mothers here who bore and raised your children. So you already know how much you dedicate to raise your children. During the Gorya dynasty, which started from the 8th century in Korea, in some region, I'm not sure it's a legal thing, but it was allowed implicitly that when your parents became very old, sick, and especially they got bedridden, it's implicitly allowed for the children to abandon their children in the deep mountain. Because most of the people were farmers and they could not take care of the sick parents. So one day, one farmer, he became very emotional. It may be the last time to see his mother. With the A-frame, he held his old sick mother on his bed and started to journey deep into the mountain. And with a bag of food that she can survive for a couple of days. And on his way to that remote mountain, he discovered his mother constantly broke the branches and the twigs of the trees. And through that, on the trail on the ground. So he asked uh, why. She replied, it's a, such a deep mountain. I'm really worried about uh, when you go back to your house, you may be lost. If you discover the broken branches on the trail, you can safely find your way back. So he could not abandon his mother in the mountain. And he brought the back to her and he told what she told to him, to the governor. So in that region, the custom became illegal. It was abandoned. All our mother think and act in that way. Or my family have a high blood pressure problem, especially on my mother's side. Both of my great parents died because of the stroke. And my aunt died in that way. My mother had a high blood pressure for her life. So there is a good chance, statistically, she will come to have a stroke and can live in a vegetative state. But she told me many times, if I have to live in that way, please do not allow me to live in that vegetative state. Just let me go. My mother is very dedicated practitioner. Of course, she knows 
when the last moment, how clear one's mind before one dies. It's very much important. It's directly related to the state of our mind and heart of our next life. But the reason why she told us to that, let her go, is she does not, she didn't want to give a burden to her children. So our second head Dharma master, Venerable Desan said, if you would like to see the Buddha, you can see your parents. The third, they teach us human duties and the responsibilities and the guide us into human society. I happen to watch one YouTube video clip. It's the how to the children study the language, linguistic capacity. And one scholar studied the feral child. The child that's abandoned happened to be abandoned in the wooded area, and they were raised by wolf or some other animal. It's called a feral child. One day, one boy was discovered in the forest in India and started adopted in a very good family. He became the object of a serious study. At the time, he was 14 years old. He does not know how old it is. When they check that the bone structure is around 14 years old. All the best teachers, especially who mastered the linguistic capacity, those scholars visited his house and taught basics of language, from the basic nouns, grammar structure, and so on. But since he's already 14 years old, even though he had the best teacher, he could not command the basics of human language. So scholars said when a baby can say some word, the mother, father, the mother at least repeat that simple word at least uh, 500 times, each and every word. That's how we learned our basic language skill. So greatest teacher is not the professors in the Ivy Leagues or Buddhas or Bodhisattvas. The greatest teacher is uh, our parents, especially our mother. So our mother's bosom is not just a great rest place, it's a wonderful, it was a wonderful school. It's the best and a very important educational institute. We think, we naturally come to know or learn some basic things. If it does not, be, it's not yours, you're not supposed to take that. When the, at the crossroad, when the light is red, you're not supposed to cross. Or whatever things. This is not what we naturally learned. It's what we studied from our parents, actually. 
Recognizing this way of our indebtedness when we were lacking self-power, we should offer protection as best we can to, to those who are lacking self-power. So how can we requite, pay back the grace or gratitude to our parents? Our founding master suggests help the people who are helpless. Since we received a lot of grace and gratitude from our parents when we lacked self-power. Would you read, yeah, Steve, the next paragraph? How the grace of parents can be returned if we follow the essential way of humanity and the essential way of practice? Chang-san said, the honorable names of your parents will be known to the world forever. Blessings will return to them for raising such Buddhas and Bodhisattvas in the world. For parents are naturally affected by the pure and selfless actions of their children in this life and next. Yeah. In Korea, the, on the Mother's Day, the children usually buy and give a the flower, carnation, to their parents. It's a customary practice. But what's more important, uh, in, according to the words of uh, our founding master, you needed to become a great man. It's not necessarily mean you become secularly very successful. You should become, by practicing the essential way of a practice, the essential way of a human life, uh, you should become a great man for this world. So that the merits of, or the benefit can go to your parents. Think about the Saint Mary. Why we come to know the mother of Jesus? Because she's the mother of Jesus. In the event that our parents become helpless as best we can, we should offer them mental comfort and the physical substance. One of the filial items of uh, manners or filial piety is uh, in Korean, we call that 출고 반면. When you go out to some place, uh, you should report that to your parents where you are going or what time you would be back. And when you come back, you also need to report that to your parents. But these days, not many people do that. But our second-hand Dharma master did that in a very strict way. Because in his early 60s, because of the stroke, half of his body was paralyzed. His body was very, very uncomfortable. So after that, he could not visit his mother. They lived in the Korean headquarters uh, all together on the same campus. Uh, he sent uh, his, uh, his man, some assistant minister, young minister, every morning to ask for his mother, for his old mother. And uh, when he went, uh, out, out of the Korean headquarters, uh, 
and when he come back in a bus, for example, then inside the bus he stood up and make some standing bow to his old mother. Of course, the mother didn't know that. One day, when his mother was around 90 years old, she became a little senile. And as usual, he sent one person to ask for his help. It's in the early spring, but her mind was not very clear. And that young minister asked us, how you are doing? Then she replied, is it still the winter? So people around him burst into laughter. It's a March or April. It's very, very warm outside. So when they come back to Mr. Jung-san and reported what they asked and what, they, what she replied, so they expected Mr. Jung-san would laugh as well just like uh, as they did, uh, but he became very serious. Uh, he asked, uh, was the room was warm enough? Uh, was the room was not that cold? So our second head Dharma master was very well known for his uh, filial piety. So the Bible says, listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she's old, let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who bore you rejoice. Make our parents be happy. Very, very important. So as we know, one of the Ten Commandments is honor your parents. I could not understand when I first read the Bible. Think about that. Our parents are also just like us. How many people are worthy to be respected and honored? They are regular people, but it's a commandment. Honor your parents, whatever they did to us, etc. So, after Buddha attained the supreme enlightenment, do you know to whom he delivered his dharma messages. We know he delivered the five ascetics, his previous dharma friends with whom he practiced for like four or five years. But according to the scripture, after Buddha attained the supreme enlightenment, in spirit, he went to the Dosarchan heaven and gave his dharma talk to his mother, who died when she gave birth to Shakyamuni Buddha. There is a Chinese saying, it's just like some koan in, in, in Zen Buddhism. It is Mr. Zhang who drink the wine, but it is Mr. Li who got drunken. Zhang and Li is a very common uh, family name in China. Mr. Zhang drank the wine. Why? 
It is not Mr. Zhang, but Mr. Li who got trunked. What's the reason? It means everything is very much connected, the dharma of interdependence. If the age is very peaceful, they usually call that in Asia, Yo Sun period. Yo Sun period. Yo and the Sun is the name of a Chinese emperor. Chinese King Yo didn't come from royal family. He came from the humble origin. After his father remarried, his stepmother abused him seriously. So he treated, he was treated well when his father was present, but he's out of town. She became very nasty. For example, one day she asked uh, soon when he's uh, in his uh, early teens, why don't you fix the roof? When he was uh, fixing the roof on a thatched roof, she removed the leather and threw torches in order to burn the house. She tried to kill him many times, but he didn't reported that to his father for the sake of the, all the family members. But they say because of the merit, because of his act of forgiving his stepmother, because of that merit, he became the Chinese emperor. But the thing is, she was not sorry at all. She wasn't changed. That's why I say it is Mr. Zhang who drank the wine, it, but it is the Mr. Li who got drunk. Even though you forgive a person who treated that, that person did not pay you back very well, but you will receive the blessings of marriage from other sorts, from other parts. So as our founding master uh, asked, uh, the best way to pay back the grace or gratitude to our parents is for us to, to become a greater practitioner to illuminate uh, yeah, brighten this society. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm.